Hi, I'm Orla McNeilis. And I'm Ricardo Deacon. And you're listening to Dublin Digital Radio. And this is a recommendation game, a film of the week podcast where we take turns to recommend a film the other has not seen. We watch it and then we meet to discuss it. And this week's film is The Day of the Jackal from 1973, directed by Fred Zinnemann, produced by John Wolfe, screenplay by Kenneth Ross, based on The Day of the Jackal by Frederick Forsyth, starring Edward Fox and Michelle Lonsdale, music by Georges Delarue, cinematography by Jean Tournier, and edited by Ralph Kemplin. And the synopsis is an underground French palais. <laughs> You think, you think I'd be able to say the word paramilitary? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> an underground French paramilitary group is intent on eliminating President Charles de Gaulle. But when numerous attempts on his life fail, they resort to hiring an infamous hitman known as the Jackal. As the enigmatic assassin prepares to shoot de Gaulle, he takes out any problematic people along the way. Meanwhile, Le Bel, a savvy Parisian police detective, begins to solve the mystery of the killer's identity would-be killer um so this week's film is booked by ricardo ricardo why did you pick this movie uh because it's a movie from the 70s <laughs> safe bet and like uh, uh it is in a way the the first proper thriller we've done uh you can say the le cirque rouge is a thriller but mm. it's directed by yeah it's <laughs> very... which is not exactly <laughs> his focus is not on creating tension and such and uh, this movie is a masterpiece in pacing and also it's a, a procedural of sources of sorts because it is really about the the little details that go both in a police police investigation mm. and in and creating a, plot a kind of master thing. master crime yeah and it goes into all these little details, but the movie is fairly long, but it just moves like a clock. It, it just never he stops likes clocks. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, a lot uh, of clocks in this movie. Like, and, well, it's it's directed by the guy that did fucking High Noon. The, like, half the running time of High Noon <laughs> yeah. is just the clock going, oh, we're doing this in real time. But he's a, a really good technician as a director. Mm. Uh, like, even from here to eternity and that and this, the, he's really good at uh, using the that semi-documentary style to yeah. create a, a, a movie that doesn't really exist in the real world but at the same time has that touch tinge real, yeah. tinge of realism in the way of kind of um the circle rouges and uh also like uh uh it, this is way better than the remake starring bruce willis and richard is Gere. that really a remake it though? is even the 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 scene when they hire bruce willis is line by line the same line oh see i've never seen it but i am oh you have to hear richard Gere's irish accent it it puts tom cruise's irish accent in far and away actually comes in can you name me a person that can do a good irish accent uh, certainly not you um (laughs) not me or colin farrell (laughs) (laughs) yes sofia coppola seems to think so though uh but yeah, like it's a it's a movie that I really like, and I think that it's not only really good cinematically that it's something that we can talk about a lot. Mm. I think, but also there's a lot of like depth uh, that not a lot of people recognize it. When uh, there's a lot of reviews that just focus on how good of a thriller it is, mm. and 
doesn't really address all the the political backdrop and all the depth really in the, the duality of the the two halves of this movie let's say mm. and also i just thought it would be a movie that you would enjoy uh, <laughs> but so i'd be surprised if, if this is one of the ones that you don't like so uh what do you think <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 I'm just gonna see by the sound effects that you make before saying anything uh, what, you, what you liked or oh, not. Uh, okay. Um, no, you didn't like it. Then. <laughs> oh. Damn, I have no fucking, I have no like subtlety at all. Um, yeah. Okay, a lot of what you just said there, I agree with. Um, yeah, like I, the pacing of this is, is, is amazing. I think that you're correct as well that... Um, uh, he has is is just sort of like um, keeping up the pace across a three hour movie, and I don't think this does feel like a three hour movie. I definitely do but agree it's with that. Two hours and thirty seven minutes. Uh, yeah, like it doesn't it doesn't feel that long. Definitely. Um, um, yeah, I, th- I think I was expecting something different um, from this film. Um, I was expecting this to be a lot grittier, a lot more like New Hollywood. Even though obviously this is not New Hollywood. Um, you know, kind of spy conspiracy thriller of the type of movie that I really love. Um, and I think it's a, like it definitely has elements of that. Like you brought up the kind of documentary style, and like this is you know like and obviously like this is seventies. It's the I watched it in DVD because my dad has it, and it's the oh the color the you know it's very seventies, very very much of that era and of that type of filmmaking. Um, and there's an awful lot of like very cool, very quiet scenes. And also as well, like with its ending, that's it's very New Hollywood with the kind of like you know the the sort of like surprise, depressing, melancholy ending. But um, yeah, um, that all those things were kind of mixed with this like just like weird elements that I found really like distracting. And um, the first one is um, this movie is incredibly camp at certain points, like James Bond camp, and like. I think it's, with the main character, I think he's often kind of straddling the line of that, you know what I mean, between kind of like this enigmatic, suave, cool, you know, master criminal with no emotion, to just the, you know, the just straddling the line between that and, and, and full out campness. And I think he pretty much gets away with it, I think, because he sort of has a lot of the, the quieter scenes and... um. I will get to the other bits that I do like about this, but um, pretty much any time it went back to like like the well, I suppose like the, um, the bureaucrats or, or you know anyone involved in like government and the the sort of the um, other than the actual detective because I think he's sort of separate from this, but um, basically anything involving people in different countries um, talking to each other over phones or in rooms trying to like solve the problem, um, there it's so camp like. Oh, like, like, I think this is summed up in one scene, like, where they're trying to, I think this is, they're trying to work out when this is going to happen, and th- then he's like, he like, <laughs> it's basically like the meeting of all the top French, you know, like, um, security services yeah. or whatever, and it's, I think it's the main guy, where he, like, hits his forehead and he goes, oh, Liberation Day, of course, and I was just like, oh, God, and it was so weird, because it was like, then it would cut back to like, like this these quiet scenes where he's like going to like get the guy to make his gun, and it felt like too 
sort of different movies. And I think part of the weird problem as well with, with those kind of jarring scenes is that they all have British accents. And I don't know if that would necessarily be as much of a problem that they were speaking English in British accents or weird affected British accents if we weren't cutting back between different countries. Like, it, yeah. it started to get almost confusing because I was like, what? Like, and then it really lost something because a lot of the time it didn't feel like they were in France. And it was like, like, this should be, you know, cool Parisian, you know, like, when you describe it, you think, God, like, this should be... And he, like, I think he manages to, to keep it together. And I think, like, definitely a part of that is, um, like, the, the best bits of this film are when no one's talking. Like, and there are an awful lot of sections of that because an awful lot of this is just um, the main character going about his sort of general, you know, know, creation of his master plan. And then even the scenes with the detective um, where, you know, they're talking, but a lot of it is just sort of like the very, like the grind of the kind of working through of this case, basically, like this incredible sprawling case. And just like, you know, they're, you know, they're very well matched, this, you know, the master criminal and the kind of master detective. Um... So yeah, when no one's talking, we're kind of my favorite parts of that. But um, uh, yeah, I think as well, there's some like not good performances in this. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Sometimes like an awful lot of the kind of the governmenty bureaucratic people, I was just like, oh. And then also the the OAS guys, like that first scene with them, and they're just like, no one trusts us anymore. Like, oh god, and they're just. Yeah, that really bothered me. Um, thankfully, once they actually hire the jackal, they're not really in it anymore. But um, yeah, and then like there are an awful lot of. I think there's a difference between say like things sort of being very tightly wound, like a Swiss watch and or a Swiss background, <laughs> um, and you know like he, you know his pacing and, and his mastery of that, and then difference between that and then just there being several too many kind of like convenient little con- like plot contrivances and, and uh, you know like just little things that you're like Ugh. I mean uh, like the scene where the woman's sitting outside her building knitting and she's like that, that that's a standout bad performance as well where she's barely in it but she's oh, yeah, awful like, you go. like and she's you know, she, she's like netting or whatever and the guy comes along and he's like, oh, you know, you have nothing to do. And she's like, oh, all my tenants are away on holidays. <laughs> you know, oh, is that the time? I must go. It's like, uh. Yeah, but like it's, it's a bad performance and bad dialogue. I'll give you that, but it's not a plot contrivance because well, he, no, okay, he already decided on yeah. getting there. He's just casing. Yeah, it's, it's just not a plot contrivance. It hasn't been clear that I don't think that there's any plot contrivance here. They're all I just driven like the, by character. I, I just kind like of thing. the phrase plot contrivance, but you're right. They're not technically plot contrivances. Um, but uh, yeah, so I just I've. And like this whole thing as well of 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 like the the you know as I said like the master criminal and and the genius sleuth and even though I enjoyed them it all felt so I, I and like then whenever he kills him at the end it's just like oh yeah you know and even like the build up to that scene I don't think is quite as tense as it could have been because I was so taken out of it by so many other elements. 
Y, well, y, like at that moment, oh come on, the the, the whole really, yeah, whatever no. you can say about this movie, but the the whole ending, the the way that they actually shot in a fucking uh, uh. military parade uh, made it so real that because people didn't know the they were shooting a movie at the time. It does seem real, yeah. That when the police was arresting people. Like uh, as in the movie, they were arresting people. Parisians would join in and start kicking the extra that they hired to be arrested, <laughs> because they'll be like, "Oh, here's a somebody's trying to do something." And even though at the stage that this movie was made, the guy had been dead for two years. Your man yeah. that they hired to play and the he wasn't Gaulle, assassinated either. No, like obviously yeah. <laughs> that's why. Like uh, it's the interesting thing of the the movie and the book in a way that is. It's like Apollo 13 and mm. like all the movies after this, the, it's thrillers that you know what the ending is going to be. Yeah, like, I don't think that matters. Borrow from this. I don't think that matters. Yeah. It, like, you, you know, yeah, Apollo 13 is the perfect example of this, that that is tense, even though you know what's going to happen. It's yeah. Like, and it borrows yeah. a lot from and this, the way that a... the film is structured. And it's the same with all movies that are made that way let's say mm. and that it's and then you have shit like tarantino that undercuts that by actually killing hitler in inglorious bastards because yeah. you think that oh they're not gonna <laughs> kill version upon subversion um but <coughs> like uh, for one like the performances in a way like yeah they're not fantastic but in a way a lot of them is just it's 1973, so even though you're thinking about, like, New Hollywood and shit, yeah. like, uh, that's why New Hollywood was, like, something special, because the performances were at a different level in the 70s itself, like, uh, yeah. if you got Pacino, whatever, but for, like, 70s acting or, like, 60s acting, like, this, that style that is not the, before the realism of New Hollywood, like, really took hold. It's like it's all right. It's not like I mean, like though there is not like the the old lady saying like, "Oh, fucking, I have to go." Not, yeah, that's do you not right. think but, the OAS guys are pretty terrible though? <clears throat> they didn't take me out of the movie, especially like for, oh God, for a moment that, because that. they're they're at no moment I'm watching the, their scenes going like, "Oh, uh, even the first time that I watched this movie, I didn't think like these are not gonna be characters in the movie. They're just there to like get us to the jackal. Like they're context pieces, and they're not yeah. bad enough to like if they're supposed to carry some sort of emotion or theme or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, they're not <clears throat> great, but but when you their have... their job is to create exposition, and then as well the way that I think that they play it kind of well to the fact of like they're like people the by that stage the leaders of the oas like the actual leaders of the oas were also with no power but pretending to have this power so in a way i think that they're pretending to be bigger fish than they actually are with bigger power oh, and that they have like bigger that. kind of uh, <laughs> i don't know i i didn't even i know what you mean by like you know them moving the plot along but you still have to believe that they're real people and they don't feel like real people and that's like in the, the seven, like in the movie but, i did yeah like uh, no I, I i i i didn't and that that jars with the kind of the documentary style of the way it's shot and and the the sort of like careful precision of so much of it like that it just you know it it it's distracting within a movie that is so well constructed in other ways. You know what I mean? Like it just and it's amazing, like uh, how they really travel to all these locations to shoot it. Like uh, 
Mm. Like uh, all Paris the parts in great. Italy, uh, like when he's driving the, the Alfa Romeo <laughs> to France. It's kind that of... whole sequence where he's like painting the Alfa Romeo and then he has a car crash and then, yeah, like <laughs> it's just, and he turns up at your woman's house. Oh God, the whole thing with your woman. Oh no, 1973's treatment of um, female characters, not so great. I actually have an argument of defense for that character. Okay. Uh, do you want to hear now or we get to it later? No, you can get to it later if you want. I don't mind. Well, like it's um, fuck. I'll do it now because then I'll forget or I'll, I'll get it <laughs> we'll time. get distracted talking about something else. Well, like the character <laughs> that we're talking about, obviously, is the 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 lady that he meets in the hotel that looks fucking deadly. Wants to go to the hotel. Uh, I know. When they're yeah. just like reading. This <laughs> makes you want to go on holidays to these various places. In the seventies, like yes. when there was no technology or anything, like <laughs> it, it, just the thought of how easy it would have been to catch the jackal if you had any level of technology. Just when they go yeah. like, oh, we have to pull uh like the the, the fucking go pe- through manually go through records like or like the the hotel cards that it, you yeah. don't just rig a hotel go like oh we send you an email it's like they actually had no, to no. send a policeman <laughs> to go and get a card i love those guys by. outfits like the yeah. guys in the, the kind of well, those are like i don't even know what they've like diplomatic careers or, or government governmental careers i don't even know what they are yeah like the uh the runners kind of thing yeah and uh, the when he is in the hotel, he has an affair with a married woman that didn't live that live that far from the hotel. So I don't know what she's doing. Yeah, in the hotel. that made no sense either. <laughs> and then uh, he ends up in her house, and she proclaims that no matter what he's done, because the police are obviously looking for him, uh, because they visited her. It doesn't matter because she's in love with him and they can mm, go and then after he kills one night, her kind of thing. After one night, she lets a dangerous criminal into her house and then sleeps with him. Yeah, but... And then I he think, kills with her. I think her. that the, 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 the argument to be made of that, and it's uh, something that has uh, uh, come up before there's the both arguments, let's say, and I'm not going to try to convince you <laughs> that my, the, what I'm saying is the correct one. Mm. But it's what the director has said that was his intention, and what the With author said it already because the 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 character was she in the is movie in the well, book, yeah. Is the uh, her life as a married woman at that in even in the sixties because of like sixties you <laughs> have like a lot of liberation uh, and like feminism bigger hold in society, but particularly in rich people and like aristocracy. Not that, so much. Not so much. I mean, that her view of the jackal is for her to escape the yeah. boredom and also the oppression of her marriage. Yeah, as like is. you see that even within the house. Yeah, like that, you're uh, in that house for two seconds and you immediately know exactly what she is like. Yeah, but like the, the and why the, she would sleep with him the first time. Yes, but but it's the, what the entire movie kind of is about. That it's like the oppression of systems. Mm. And she's just another uh, oppression of that system. Let's say that even the the system fighting the system is a, a corrupt system that wants to like oppress people in Algeria, while like uh, the yeah. goal is oppressing people in France. And then there's no real good side. Yes, yeah. except the, the per gay guy who gets murdered. That yeah. was really depressing. Um, the quite other... revolutionary to have a character that is just like uh, that in the yeah, movie. Yeah, well. I was whenever he's in the Turkish baths, I was like, that is so 
smart. Pretend you're gay and then you can stay with the guy. It's like, oh my God. But um, just going back to the women, um, the other um, rather depressing character. Um, well, there's the character of uh, your woman who sleeps with the guy. Um, I didn't necessarily have a massive problem with her. It was more that she just wasn't really a character. She was just kind of sort of sad and there to be a bit exploited. But um, well, his performance was the only performance I didn't like in the movie. Oh, really. yeah, he's terrible. Like he falls off the horse and, and she's like, like oh, gentry, gentry. Um, uh, and then also your woman in the chemist. Jesus, it's like oh, I could, I couldn't possibly find the solvent. Yes, in my British accent, despite the fact that I'm like a meter from the Champs Elysees. Like, no, that, that was in London. Was it? Yeah, because I that lost was... track. He moves around a lot. Yeah. Well, whatever her like that. Well, her, well whatever with her performance, but just the whole thing where she's just like oh, 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 oh Jesus! But like that's oh, literally two seconds. I have like... the vapors. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That just really annoyed me. But um, mostly because like, I I mean like he's very suave, but he has the weirdest shape of a man. He's got that like triangle thing of like just... Edward Fox. Yeah. But this he's a he, this is the second movie that we've done with him. He's like a close the, the only one that has come close to Gene Hackman as a who is a three time offender of being in the show. He was in Oh What a Lovely War. He's like one of the Janos uh. aides. <laughs> you can see that, like, we're like, kind of like blocked that out of her mind. Shockingly enough. Well, we weren't with any of those characters for long enough for them to become memorable, so. I'll tell you what, the only thing rewatching this, hmm. uh, because this is only like my second time watching it, really. Yeah. I watched it the first time a couple of years ago with my brother on his recommendation, which was. Uh, like, I was, like, tense and enjoying it and shit. And I was like, oh. Uh, and I just saw the thriller parts of it. I didn't, in, like, seeing it a second time really made me appreciate even more the, the stuff going on in the background rather than just the the two plots, the trying to kill the gull and trying to catch, catch yeah. the, the jackal. Um, yeah, the I only don't... part that I found really distracting is the the amount of karate chops that there is in this movie. Karate chops? Yeah, every time that he kills somebody hand by hand, he just like softly karate chops them. <laughs> <laughs> and then like they just fall down. <laughs> it's like... The way he kills her is the best though, because it's literally like he just kind of holds her neck for a sec and she's dead. It's yeah. like off her off. He used the, the, the Vulcan fucking grip or something. <laughs> The whole sequence of them going into her bedroom. Like, it's like five minutes of the film is taken up with just them trying to, like, miss, 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 like, trying <laughs> to get into her room. And she's just there, like, great. Like, the, the old, like, the old French gardener that is, like, French. oh, he's gonna die climbing the ladder <laughs> to, like, have a heart attack or something. The guy looks like he can barely walk poor my whole dude. But at the same time, it's like, uh, uh, they... Is that even with Edward Fox, what I like about Zinnemann is uh, even when he uses actors like Montgomery Cliff and uh, Frank Sinatra in, mm. in From Here to Eternity, he shoots them in a very unglamorous way that makes them feel human kind of thing, you know? Like yeah. You have like the, probably the most handsome man of his generation that is like George Clooney has tried to emulate for <laughs> his entire career. That is like Sinatra, when he shoots him, he's like the drunk fighting like sergeant yeah. kind of thing. And you buy it you know 
And uh, I think with this is the same. That even like the Euro beauties, to, like or even like I think Edward Fox is a very canny uh, piece of casting. To, yeah, I like liked, um, I liked him. Like <clears throat> it is like it's a harder performance to pull off. I think <clears throat> than you know when you kind of think of it because like there's an awful lot of this is like where he's not really necessarily acting he's just doing like you know it's all all the process and the kind of you know there's an awful lot of him just like you know getting into his car driving in his car going to another place you know what i mean like it's an awful lot of it is just sort of like him you know going about certain activities and not necessarily interacting with people and then as well there's that kind of thing of like you know adding interest to a character that is ultimately like you know dead-eyed and cold <laughs> like... oh, i think he, he, he that's why the movie really works is that like the two char- main characters that is the the detective and the jackal they're both really interesting and opposites of each other but at the same time the same thing yeah and i think it's what, like you know it's this it's that old story they're both kind of um they're both driven by their obsession to solve or obsession to um complete yeah, the even the 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 look of the detective after he kills a jackal. Uh, yeah. Even though the girl hasn't been assass- assassinated, you have a look of complete dejection. Not that because the it, game is over. Not only that, the game is over. Is that he lost? That mm-hmm. the the girl didn't get killed, but it was just by pure luck. True. Uh, like he was. Because he just like randomly... one second to like, he goes to do uh, he puts the metal and 50% of the time he would kiss somebody in the cheek and sometimes he wouldn't. Yeah. So in, instead of saluting, he goes to kiss your man in the, the cheek and when he leans over, the bullet goes behind his head. Yeah. So it was just like... Complete. Complete look. And then he just comes in just on time before the jackal can reload. Mm. But it's... That thing that the jackal won, and as well when he turns over and shoots the co- the first copper, he knows that he won. Like the idea, like the reason why he doesn't turn back when they tell him the his identity is blown, the plot is blown, everything. Yeah, is he, gone. He should leave, but he, he can't. Because he, yeah, he's driving, and there's like the that <laughs> movie thing that is like once it's like why would you have a Paris sign in the south of France? <laughs> but like you know that kind yes. of movie thing. It's, it's like Convenient, in the no. it's like in the Last Crusade <laughs> that there's like one sign Venice and the other sign <laughs> Berlin. It's like what place in Europe do you get that you have that <laughs> sign? The, Convenient signage. Um, it's funny that you said uh, George Clooney there because I did actually think of George Clooney and um, the American, uh, yeah, the American, which is obviously very influenced by um, what do you call it, um, Le Samurai. Le Samurai, yeah. So it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of interchanging between like you know Melville and various things, but um, yeah, just especially with the whole thing of like the gun. And like, oh, I really love the scenes with your man. And he's there with his like <laughs> more comparing. But he's just like, you know, okay, I'll need to be able to do it this way, this way, this way, this way, this way. And he's like, okay, yes, yes, yes. That will be a uh, thousand pounds. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much more interesting than the weird, creepy guy who gets the IDs for him. <laughs> he's like such an odd. Dude. Yeah, but at the same time, it's kind <laughs> of like, who are you going to be getting? Like, it, yeah, it, it's true. like the kind of underground is like, who's the legal photographer? It's like, it's the guy that shoots like racy pictures, you know? So, um, but yeah, that whole thing with the gun, like just, um, and even just the fact that this is all very European and like some of it's in, in like quiet little towns yeah. and stuff and very much made me think of the American. So, 
But like uh, coming back to process, one of the reasons why I love this movie is because I've always been like obsessed with processes. Yeah. Like uh, even uh, until like later on in life that I could explain it, my mom thought that I was just a weirdo. Well, more than other people. But, uh, <laughs> the uh, because uh, when I lived in Brazil, like the because of the humidity and like the heat. Mm. like uh the pavement or stone stone age in your house like it starts growing moss yeah so you have to bleach it like every two months or something somebody you just hire somebody to come in and like like take the moss out <laughs> and it's like you have to do it ro- like stone by stone or like meter by meter like yeah, yeah. get rid of it and when the dude will come in, I just sit there like as a six-year-old, just looking at him doing it for two hours, like if yeah. it was a movie. And it there was, is something fascinating though about just watching that when yeah. it's so well captured in something like this. That's why I really like. I think the Americans really flawed, but I love all those scenes in that where it's just him building the gun and like all yeah. that. You know, it's so like. And yeah, like the whole thing of him, um, like all those over. Uh, but this is far better than the American. Yeah, yes, though. obviously, but like the shots of him doing the like the, um, uh, is it the passport? What does he, what does he make himself? It is the no, it's the passport they send him the passport. Um, oh, the is it the birth cert or something? I can't remember. But he, he's there, like doing all the the stamps and everything, and then like yeah. it's so careful, you know. It's like <laughs> I remember thinking about catching if you can as well. Whenever he's like, <laughs> he's got the bathtub full of oh, the airplanes, yeah. <laughs> the airplanes. Yeah, that's that's another movie I love for that reason because it's him like and the way he works. And that out movie the, is clearly inspired by yeah, this. Oh yes, yes, totally. Um, oh, that's a great film. I feel like strangely that that film is over underrated, but um, it is. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, funny. it's just because it's. But that's the thing. I think the uh, Catch Me If You Can is a good movie, but yeah. what makes this better, even though it has perhaps one or two more flaws. But then again, it's what happens mm. when you're like the first at the party that like you influence other movies that go to do it slightly. Yeah, like, you can see the, the tinge of the sixties on this. Yeah, in the way of the the strange camp elements of it, and like, and maybe camp is not the right word, but it just so much of it felt very James Bond. And I, what I wanted was like, I wanted the cool, melancholy of like Tinker Taylor you know what I mean which is unfair because that's a movie that came out decades later yeah. after all the other things that the guy has to take for inspiration and like even just like modern technology and modern actors and everything like yeah. it's not fair but that's or even well okay give it a, a fair comparison like I wanted I wanted the conversation or I wanted even like the French connection or something or you know yeah. and yeah that's yeah but they're not uh that's the thing is that you couldn't make this movie uh, just if you look at the budget and so the the strings no, that yeah, they yeah. had yeah, to be yeah, pulled that yeah, uh, you're yeah. like this... shooting outside dialing street yeah. and stuff is that you couldn't do it <laughs> yeah. in 1973 <laughs> doing th- like this movie the way that you wanted yeah, it made you couldn't have adapted that that book like but i do love that whenever we're, like your man just strolls into dining street and dad was just like oh yeah just an open street back in the 70s <laughs> oh and i oh. love how like when your man rings him and it's like oh the prime minister says that i, I have to just work on this so oh, good luck because he's like somebody <laughs> else's staff member and the so guy goes ridiculous. like he said oh, stop bullshitting or whatever like and then you jelly wag whatever the phone you what you jelly wag or whatever the fucking Fritz uses a slagging. Scallywag? Yeah, that one. Jellywag? I don't know. I have a bit of a flu, so that's my excuse. Uh, 
<laughs> but it's why it's like the 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 movie is meant to be like above all just a, a thrill ride more than anything else and i think it's but it's not with that. though that's the thing like even what you're saying about like it's not there are other things underneath this this is an, it's an interesting like it's it's aspiring and almost reaching that I said that that above level. everything else and then it's, it's the same with High Noon as well Fred yeah, Cinnamon used yeah. to say that like fucking High Noon is the movie that John Wayne said is the most un-American movie ever made because it was defense against my car uh, it's the defense of the Hollywood 10 and the yeah, yeah. and it was the critique the of McCarthyism mm. and the but like his first objective was to make a good western Mm. and then because he said if the movie doesn't work as the first thing that you're trying to do it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what you say underneath and then this is really like um what was saying about the the oppression of systems it's um i really like the when the french detective when they go oh you're gonna have to talk to the ministers and he's like oh no <laughs> like, he, like he doesn't care and he's really nervous <laughs> yeah he doesn't give a shit that he has to work like seven days a week yeah. 30 and days or whatever the, yeah yeah that whole thing though of um of him setting up the office yeah that really made me think of like smiley where smiley's like you know okay i'm gonna there's a hotel we can use and i'll need this i need i want this guy i want this guy yeah you know what i mean like you can see obviously like tinker taylor the book came out after this when did tinker taylor come out i'm not 100 percent sure uh like jean lacoret started thereabouts in the 70s and you also had yeah. the adaptation with alec guinness i was thinking like the campness i understand in the way but it's not really like the thing in context with the the story and the question like if you, if you compare the most straightforward bond of that uh, era no, that is uh, from Russia with love that is a fairly straight story like spy story and this it's like comparing like I know, lettuces but... and cabbages is like <laughs> uh, I, it's just it's within this movie you know what i mean like if the whole if the whole film had that sort of like grazing the countless element of like the whole thing, you know, I'd be like, oh, this is quite a sophisticated Bond kind of movie. It's a sophisticated spy romp. You know what I mean? But it's the fact that this movie is, it has that other level to it. And like so much of the rest of it is so well constructed that it just, it sticks out and it's. Yeah. I, I, but at the same time is that like what you are calling cap couldn't you just get over it or couldn't you just get over the slightly heightened thing it's not even about getting over it it's because it's kind of uh it's only really uh embedded in one part of the movie really that is like the 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 bureaucracy really like when they kind of work out that well, no, no, but like uh, as in part of like uh, of like grouping of yeah, people, yeah. and those people are like the old, the old school boy kind of like identity that they're like quote unquote camp no matter what. It's like fucking just imagining, imagine this like as a foreign <laughs> secretary. Wait, wait, wait just rule. imagine this, okay? Even nowadays, as a foreign secretary. Boris Johnson would have been in charge of something like the of like uh, a search yeah, like this. Yeah, but they're this. not. Boris Johnson stands out. They're not all like him. They're come on, even fucking David Cameron, Theresa May, like toffs are fucking really. Toffs are toffs. Yeah, yeah, but the problem but is, is that imagine, they're, imagine, they're like, French toffs, though. That's what's 
weird about it is but they're like but the idea that you have the the idea that you have a france is purely (laughs) developed from like really specific type of french movies that is not like really that doesn't actually even cover that type of character either i don't think that i know what you're saying but i don't think that this either is a realistic portrayal of what people like that are like because ultimately like the large proportion of people who work in these kinds of jobs like it's it's not this like weird like camp flamboyance it's like it is it's no it's not most of the people just want to fucking like even people that are like the leader of the cia let's say that you're let's say if you're having like in the modern terms in american terms let's say they're all james comey in my head yeah but yeah, but even if you look at fucking James Comey, that like you would just be like, oh, when even there will the be no Comey bashing kind of on this podcast. No, but even as a person, kind of thing, yeah. as a character, like if if he was in that room, like trying to feed in, he'd be the same kind of like trying to be the loudest voice because his department is the most important in his view. Like, oh, we can stop them because we're the FBI or whatever. Come on, the guy yeah, can stop them. Yeah, but not in that delivery. It's the delivery of Come it. on, his delivery. The way that he fucking said about, like, when he wanted to go, oh, I'd rather have uh, gone to dinner with my wife. Ha, 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 ha. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, the like, best thing he said in that testimony here, he was like, well, gosh, like, gosh, darn it. I hope there are emails. <laughs> Yeah, God, God. or not like emails, tapes rather. Like you see, like even when okay, Mueller was testifying I, I for, for Cl- under Clinton and shit, like that it's is just, America, though. I do not think that French people are like this. Like whenever they cut to the bits of the British toughs, it's not as bad because wait 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 you're saying that parisians in particular are not snobbish (laughs) snobbish is not the word though that's not the word i'm like describing them as it's not do you realize that it's like the fucking like marie antoinette was like french and shit like they're like excess is kind of a Uh, french thing it's just because you you watch like fucking les samurai (laughs) shut Oh, just because my worldview is colored by people like Melville. Like, I, in, I, okay, like, I watched this with both my parents and they agreed with me. So, yeah. yeah but they also nearly crucified me because they didn't <laughs> exactly love the hunt for the wilder people. <laughs> they weren't the only people that crucified you for that. Um. The whole thing of this is is that it's you just wanted it to be too cool. Or like, no, all it's the not time. that I wanted it to be cool. It's like that kind of like co- not cool, cold. Like that kind of cold, like you know, going through the motions of of their like you know bureaucratic jobs of of you know like that. So many of them are just almost like figureheads. Like they're not even you know like it just that that's that's what I wanted. I wanted like the the cool of something like Tinker Tape. Yeah, but you're... It's kind of like... You're just comparing this movie to other movies and really not... Like, you're not convincing me of, like, the issues. Like, sometimes you do that as, like, because I there are movies that I love but that I kind of, like, let go of the issues. That I kind of go, oh, fuck it, I don't I, give a shit. But this time, it's like, it's all not, of them for, of those... as this movie is, in context of the time, 
Yeah. That are, I know, know the, I know And the context that, yeah. of the actual movie. It's like, fair enough that, like, you can't ignore what came afterwards. Yeah. But you're but... criticizing it for not being movies that came after. <laughs> it's like, oh, you didn't... No. It's like a horror movie that came no. out after Halloween. No. And then... I'm also comparing it to movies that came out at the time. Like, of, but obviously... Well, French Connection is three or four years after. No, the the conversation is what, like 1974, so... No, the conversation came in between the two Godfathers, so this late 70s. We did this exact conversation if we were talking about the conversation. (laughs) Either way. Like, like, the, the problem with this is that this is something that I just couldn't get over. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. for good or bad of however I am judging it too, like, no, I don't think I'm judging it too harshly, but even within the context of this movie, I find it problematic and I just couldn't quite get past it. But I'm not saying that it completely ruined the film for me because it didn't. There are a lot of things I really enjoyed about this and uh, mostly when no one was talking. Um, when it's like, when it's just pure cinema, like, and and. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I know I'm not going to convince you because you didn't have a problem with this and you were able to watch it, like, and glaze past those things. No, because I, I went and it's like, oh, I know, like, even the first time that I watched it. Yeah. I sat there going, like, I'm not going to expect it to be anything else than what it is. And, like, yes, there's things that have been done better since with this type of story. Mm. Obviously, not the jackal. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but but as a as a whole, like a, a film as well, like it's the thing of thrillers that is the to begin with. It's like what we were talking about when we did it happen one night. That there are certain genres that you can't get away with fucking up. Like the uh, for me, like thriller is yeah, one of the, those. Yeah, or you mean that it's actually quite hard to yeah, like if su- you're yes, exactly. If you're, like as the romantic comedy, it's so hard to make a good romantic. Comedy. Yeah, it's and the, the thriller is the same. I think yeah, uh, because it's like a combination of like somehow putting character in when you have a lot more plot than most movies have. Yeah. So a lot of thrillers, you end up not giving a shit about any of the characters because it's just like you're just going uh, I'm Captain yeah, Exposition and yeah. then there's Lieutenant Talky Talk and there's <laughs> a General Oh I'm a Fuckface and that's like I curse a lot yeah the, the there's characterization rather than characters yeah and this movie manages to really get a lot of characters and even in like the small scenes like Jesus even like the the, the fucking wait at the, in the hotel that they're saying like I felt like Oh, human, that, okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, I do love that whole sequence of them doing the interviews. But like, um, but uh, like, so many of that, like uh, that, it happens throughout the movie. Not only that scene; it's one that yeah, con- they're not yeah. Like, up. then there's some really great characters, and also some really great performances in some of those small characters. Like, I think, I think your woman who he, like he has the affair with, like I think she's quite good, and you really like believe her you believe her in that house she feels very much a part of that like that she's real like that is her life um but it's like i i wouldn't have liked this as much as i did if if i thought that all those side characters were terrible because there's so much going on in this like that and i think that like on balance more of it is good than bad but there's just some things that like stopped my overall enjoyment of it but then it's like the the plot there's a lot of plot, but with the exception of the 
slapping in the head <laughs> moment. It really balances the idea of the success in either plan is a combination of intuition, knowledge and luck. And luck. Yeah. And how that's played out on the on the three levels there. That's why I was like really as soon as you said plot contrivance, it's like no 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 no. This is one of the few um <laughs> few kind of um is the the thing with uh, even action movies the the hardest thing to do is making the characters get to the action set piece yeah. in a natural way. Yeah. That you come up as a writer or whatever. Okay, now we're gonna have a car chase like how in the I, Brooklyn Tunnel or whatever. Yeah. And you know that there's conflict with the the between the characters. You have a scene in a ballroom or whatever. But it's like, how do you get them there? Exactly. This movie just does that effortlessly. There's just like one after the other after the other. And even like the little details that it's what I really appreciate this movie for, especially because of where when it came out, but also mm. because like it makes the movie even more uh, enjoyable. It's like even when he is hiding his leg in his trousers and yeah after I love killing that. her he's like he ha- he's like oh fuck <laughs> oh that hurt uh, an awful lot i love that though thing. whenever he's with the guy um uh the guy with the gun yeah and uh he's showing him as clearly showing him the plans for the for the crutches yeah and your man's just looking at going oh yes yes that's very very clever and when you're watching it you're just like you know whatever and then later on you see the payoff of that where it's like i do love all the setups and the payoffs of all his yeah. multiple identities and all his and even though like they're not like they're they're there but they're not kind of like you know woo, woo, this is yeah. gonna show up later so then whenever it does you're like ah. like when he robbed the danish passport yeah the... yeah because you don't even really think about it you're just like oh like oh and then later on then you're like it's it's all that in many many and layers i love that they, like they catch him as well because the 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 because they find your man's passport in his room, so uh, they go yeah, like, he, like if he's, he's got the, another one, yeah. yeah, and that's the the only reason. So like it's kind of that they start searching it because that's he's the not kind of thing that I mean where name. it's just slightly too easy, not easy, but it just comes to them slightly too, you know, or it just feels there's like one too many of those where. I more um from the them working out his plot rather than him creating his plot. You know what I mean? Like where it just seems a little bit too, yeah, I, too much of a leap. You I, know, like almost, almost in the kind of like manhunter, like uh. Well, like that's not sense a sense of the word. That is way. not a. I don't think it's a leap, and it's also I think that it's very interesting because for the entire movie, it's linked with the idea that that guy, the the Charles, whatever the fuck his her oh, name yeah, is, uh. The, the name that they think the, the jackal has, the character that they think the jackal has. Yeah. The reason why they think he's the jackal is because he was in Nicaragua when, like, Trujillo got killed. Yeah. Like, he was an arms dealer there. So the idea is, like, that for the whole movie, you think that this guy is somebody that just did it for the fun because he doesn't need the yeah, money. Yeah, like a mercenary kind of... Yeah, but he got into it already going like, I'm already here, somebody, I have a gun, I'm going to shoot the dictator. Mm. And then, uh, like, they have, like, another job, like the Congo job or something that they, they, they I say. I where they have a file on him. <laughs> but, like, the, 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 the actual thing of like the character itself 
states building your idea that it's like, oh, okay, he used to be an arm dealer, so he's involved with all these bad people already. Mm. And then he just did one step forward. So that explains a lot of how his knowledge of guns, etc., etc. And then when your man shows up at the end and it's not him, you realize all I know of the character yeah, is, wrong. is a who, mission. Who was he? Yeah. The idea of the mission. And I think that that leaves you the same way as the left me both times the same way uh, because I have forgotten that your man shows up at the end. <laughs> yeah. It left me the same way that it left the, the detective that is like, shit, who that the, you're like unsatisfied who, because... Who the fuck was I chasing? Because yeah. you never know now like, yeah. who he really was. And yeah. for him, it's like an unmarked grave or whatever. And even though he won, he's like... He didn't really because he never like started. He never caught or if your man had got in a way, yeah, he would never catch him because he doesn't know who the fuck he's chasing. It's the same in the beginning that he says like, "How do I chase somebody that don't know? I don't know how he looks like. Mm. I don't know his name, and I don't know his age or whatever or where he comes from. And he still doesn't know those three things at, at the, the end, end of the yeah. movie. Yeah." And I think that that is so, like, the, I think that it's part of the thesis of the movie and not having that. Like, even your man showing up going, like, well, what were you doing in my room? <laughs> yeah. uh, what I, was his name? He had a great British name. It was, like, really ridiculous. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. Like, it's, it's, and even just, like, them sorting through, like, the, the hotel cards and everything. Like, it made me think a lot of, like, sort of the, the, the mammoth task of like all and, and something like all the president's men of like having to work through all these names and numbers and information and you don't even know what you're trying to get to and it's you know like it, it's I love that shit you know I love that stuff so I yeah. thought you know so like obviously I really enjoyed that and I did really like the character of the detective as well what's your favourite thing in the like uh, I'd say like just the, the sheer muscular filmmaking of, of it all like and how it is a like you think the scope of this is quite scope yeah uh, <laughs> the scope of this film is really quite impressive i even like like the the idea of uh, the, the use of the audience's imagination like when he's testing the rifle uh on the the watermelon yeah. and like it's like the tiny bullets going in and you're like oh th- that's kind of uh, how are you gonna kill that with like such a small bullet because it's a small caliber rifle then he p- uses the explosive <laughs> bullet and you're like yeah i, I i'd like to see that this is, all, this is about scanners now um but like I, I, I like all of that, but uh, I think that it really demonstrates that like in the final act of the, the movie. Yeah. I think that it is one of those like you disagree with it, but I think that it's the ratching it up of tension that the movie gets you and you're like, oh, is he going to do it? But then it becomes the thing. It's like, I know the goal doesn't get shot. Why is it tense? Why is it tense? Yeah. And then, uh, but then I realized on the second watching is that you're getting tense because you're like, it's not how the person will get killed or if, it's more how will they capture him or will yeah, he get away. Yeah, because, yeah, like you know that the guy doesn't get killed, but it's not really yeah. about that. Like, it's a, you know, cause, like, and it's, I think as well, it would never be as tense if you didn't care about or were interested in the two characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're both madmen, really, but it's. They're, you know you've spent so much time with them and they're so sort of like developed throughout well developed 
I think that well, like for the jackal, there he's really developed until you realize everything you found out yeah. about him is a lie. Yeah, and I well, think in that a way that is almost you learn even more about him in that in a way because it's like the guy is a ghost, really. Like he is <laughs> like, uh, the the profession. He's yeah. like the 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 ultimate of those type of people that is like you know they you see that it, it, not only like in this like in any profession that you see like the dude that is just like a footballer or the dude that is just a bricklayer the dude that is like that he is what he does kind of thing yeah and the same is with the detective but i love like his little pigeon coop and uh, i knew like, like his wife, his is wife gonna... constantly coming to wake him up for things oh yeah pulling him by his toes because he won't wake God! up <laughs> so what's your favorite thing See, it's kind of half, like, I love how this is shot and I love, like, the color of it and, like, all the sort of, like, even to say that opening, um, despite the weird freaking half narration, half radio program, dude, um, of, like, their setup of them, their failed attempt at the start, like, the way that's executed and then, like, the comparison between that and, like, the the end sequence then yeah. whenever, like, just the way those are shot and, like, the way And Paris just as a looks, note is that that's an actual, that was an actual attempt on the girl's life. It's uh, actually uh, really well yeah, yeah. reconstructed. Though it, and it's, like, insane that you shoot 500 bullets into a yeah. car and nobody gets that's injured. That's what your guy says. Yeah. He was, like, just by sheer miracle. Um, it's kind of a toss-up between... JFK them. is, like, I got cheated. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's uh, it's kind of a toss up between um just the the look of this and yeah. the way the way the way it's shot and uh, and then just like all the little sequences of him of his as you were saying about like the process of of like the process of the like um you know just working through the case and you know following the different leads and then you know like his process of like developing all the identities within identities like oh just that really enjoyable. But um, what was your uh, least favorite thing? Mm. Oh, can you can you think of one? Uh, probably like the 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 face lap kind of moment, but I think it's more. <laughs> there that, are more of those. That, that was just but, the one but, that really sticks in my mind. But it doesn't even because of the performances. I think it's a, a like a, a failure of of writing for the character. Yeah, I think that, the way the best way of yeah. communicating that particular information, and as well, like I think that he would have realized that way sooner, like than yeah, like it's so ridiculous to make it like because is it even? It's not, it's not more like tense to have that delivered later in the of the film, like it's yeah, but, not... and as well as the fact that like because they know that he has no other commitments, like public commitments, like he's not gonna get killed, like another moment is that the movie never sells you that the murder can come at any moment the way that yeah. the detective would have felt yeah. so like you're not that's it. like once you you know that you're definitely hunting someone that is this efficient and yeah. could like literally strike at any moment it's like that that is like the the tenseness not just in the final scene yeah. but in like the whole thing of like how quickly you need to work but can't because it's the 70s yeah but um yeah my least favorite thing uh <laughs> toss up between it i'm just going to say performances because that that kind of covers well not even like because i think like the the accents are that's a real sticking point for me as well but like that's are. how we've had this argument before about how do you do it right because 
to be like you you would never get this budget to make this movie yeah. if you're not only speaking english yeah i think it was and just then if you're doing all... with accents is too weird and at least having it with british actors doing it it feels somewhat european mm. like if you had fucking well yeah it would have been oh like, god yeah it would have been way worse yeah like fucking al pacino showing up like liberation day um yeah but you know like of all the solutions that you could come up with like i think that it's like i'd rather have it this way than have like them trying to fucking do faux pas like uh fox french accents (laughs) fox what faux french or whatever she said Um, we're using like three french words (laughs) the worst way possible I think I probably would have just wanted this movie to be made by a French filmmaker and for the, all those characters to be French and then to have like the little bits of like the other the other um, countries or whatever. But um, like, yeah, I, I know. But then you wouldn't have the, 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 the budget. You'd be like shooting yeah. in studios and stuff. Like uh, I do think the mo- one movie that reminds me of this quite a lot, like in the sense of like in the background, but it's not as crazy as Doctor Strangelove for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> but not like but the humor of the, the Doctor Strange love, with the except of the actual Doctor Strange love. Yeah, it comes by the ridiculousness of bureaucracy. Yeah, and I think that this to a certain level does that. Like even when he goes to like goes through the fucking uh, Italian French border and gets off the car and it's like a fucking dozen british blonde guys and it's like yeah you're never gonna catch him doing that like <laughs> you know it's like you checked yeah. his, like his luggage there's nothing there yeah what I do you think he, like the, uh... he got away with it and you had to do there it's like what do you think he was gonna just go yeah i'm here to kill the girl <laughs> that happens multiple times though because even when he's going on the train and your man's like papers and he's pretending to be the danish guy it's like yeah. Yeah, but that that time at least the the the, the guy didn't have the the Danish uh, like the copper didn't have the Danish uh, alert, let's say, to look after him. That's why when he's on the train is when they get yeah, told yeah, that yeah. there's like a Danish guy on this train. Well, in uh, in that one, obviously they have his description and his yeah. nationality how and everything. You, how do you? How are you gonna catch him anyways? And I think that it, that's the you can't attain them all. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think it's like a plot uh, hole in the movie. It just makes fun of like the whole idea of like trying to catch one person. But at the same time, it makes it scary in the context of nowadays. That when you think of yeah, like, that is something that we didn't really get a chance to talk to. Like even just if, if we don't have time to talk about. Yeah. But um, yeah, just in in like how you stop things that you have no, there's no. There is no warning. Like a, 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 it can get very, very dark and very depressing very quickly. I'll ask you to to link afterwards uh, uh, a video from uh, the Storytellers YouTube channel that they do about surveillance in uh, Twenty Four and the Born series. Yeah. Uh, how a lot of our perception of police work and it's like intelligence by... has been from movies, how everything is like instantaneously you yes. think, but it's like, you can't just 
go and watch a CCTV camera no. footage or whatever. It's, it's a lot more complicated. Process and yeah. warrants and, no, yeah. but even if you have it, it's because it's two different programs. You, you yeah. have to go and find what program the fucking camera is well, wrong, yeah, that's, download yeah, it, even install like, it. Like, even just at that at that level like where yeah like that whole thing i think criminal minds is the funniest thing of this where they just have like their mastermind computer yeah. woman and it's just like oh can you do this and she's like and it, it's it's never clicking it's always typing yeah <laughs> it's like and that was the day of the jackal uh, orla what's the uh, next week's film it's your pick it so. is um i actually don't know the year but uh we're, we're finally this is it our first spanish film Espanol. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, it's gonna be weird because I'm gonna be watching without subtitles, yeah. and you'll have to watch it with subtitles. That's okay. You know how I like subtitles. Um, it's the spirit of the beehive. If you want to find us, you can find us on the recommendation game on Facebook. You can find us at the rec game on Twitter, uh, on the Dublin Digital Radio Mixcloud. Uh, also, you can find us on. Uh, your podcasting app of choice and we're on Dublin Digital Radio every Monday from 11 to 12 and the email is the recommendation game at gmail.com and if you want to support independent Irish radio you can support Dublin Digital Radio on Patreon (laughs) (laughs) and so I was Ricardo Deacon I was Orla McInnes until next week thanks for listening